What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. the Dallas Cowboys defeated the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl 27, we talked with a few fans in each of the cities. And that's when we met up with this enthusiastic fella. Where do you hear what this guy says, pal? Goes for the Dallas Cowboys, and we're the Bills! And I can't wait to rub this in his face! He's been telling us this for over 10 years about Dallas! No, it's the Bills! Charm. Dallas is going down, Gary. Only Buffalo is going to win it. Dallas is going down. Buffalo soldier. It is the Malcolm Go podcast on October 24th, 2018. It is the 53rd edition uh, of the podcast. And special guest Vance Johnston sitting in uh, for the recently deceased Tyler who died of an AIDS-related uh, incident. Very, very sad. Very, and, very sad. But I'm happy to be here. And a uh, good friend of the show, uh, Southern old, old, good old boy, uh, cousin... Kenneth Paul, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Paul, Kenneth Prince, down south, showing hey up. Woo pig, woo pig, Suey from South Carolina via Arkansas. Let's go, woo pig. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? He's pounding down. So, what's going on, KP? <laughs> Can you hear those sounds? Oh, not Probably a whole not. bunch, you know. Getting We're ready just to hanging out down here on the right side of the Mason Dixon. Enjoying yourself. A good a good old boy oh, yeah, Patriots right. fan from down south, my cousin. Um so anyway. KB, where are you right now? I'm well, so we I live out in the boonies and we have to use dial up internet. So right now I'm sitting on my school campus mm. using our mm. our fabulous mm. Wi-Fi. Where, where, where you are a legend. <laughs> An absolute legend in Arkansas. Oh, a legend. A, a duck hunter extraordinaire. 
Duck oh hunt. yeah, I got nicknames all around this town. You killed killed more ducks than I've ever seen killed, and they must be terrified of you down there. Oh yeah. Oh, people are terrified of me too. <laughs> Big shooter. Big shooter. Big shooter. That Kenneth Paul. Oh yeah. Uh, Love my guns. Don't take them. Come take them. Don't take them. <laughs> Come and take my guns. I dare you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I wanted to get into the Chicago Bears game a little bit. Talk about that. Um, what was up with the lack of the ability to tackle Mitchell Trubisky in this game? What was up with it? He looked like Cam Newton. He did. He ran around like fucking Michael Vick Trubisky. I it was unbelievable. I that hate touchdown. Any time. I hate he ran seventy two yards. Yeah. I, I just we can't we can't contain we can't contain we never can contain. It. Uh, I feel like Dietrich Wise doesn't play enough. They they don't have any. Um, I mean, I wanted to Shot throw. Big. I wanted to. Th- I wanted to throw my son through the TV when he ran that eight-yard <laughs> touchdown in, where he ran for seventy-five yards around the field. You, you, you know his first touchdown where he ran like literally back to the forty, and uh, Adrian Claiborne missed him, and he just spun out and then just jogs oh. gingerly into the end zone. Oh Did- yeah, he ran like seventy yards. Yeah, so, so he ran like eight, eighty-five yards to get an eight-yard touchdown. I was th- and this stu- touch, but stuff like that never happens to the Patriots. Is the thing, never happens to him. That is like, is it, uh, do you blame it on the linebackers? I blame. Well, the linebackers are in coverage, right? So the this is on. They were rushing four at the time and dropping everybody in coverage. So they got four guys on the line. All they have to do is contain him and sack him. Really, once fucking he broke contain, broke out of the edge. There was nobody left. I mean, the fucking linebackers are in the end zone. The DBs are covering wide receivers. They start getting blocked. It was, it was, you know, it was done for. There was nobody in the middle. Every single time I saw the, um, you know, you saw the end zone um, camera angle, it was always four guys rushing, and then mm-hmm. they would just open up like fucking Moses parted the Red Sea. And it was, uh, is it the Red Sea or the Dead Sea? No, it's the Red Sea. Red sea. Moses yeah. part of the Red Sea. Okay, good, good, good to know. Good Southern boy knows. Oh uh, yeah, that. Good. he knows that. He got baptized in the Red Sea. That's uh, it. Uh, so that's basically what it looked like. I mean, there was the, there'd be four defenders, and then they'd just split, and then there'd be nothing in the middle, and you could just run right up the middle every single time because the linebackers would be who knows where. Um, uh, well, do you think? I mean, it's not Flowers' fault. I think he's the only legit defensive lineman we have, but. Is Chung your second best defender right now? Which is a problem because he plays in the secondary. He's a he's easily your second. He's probably I don't know. Hightower's coming on. He's Hightower might be back. I want to say he's, he's still slow. Oh my, he's I'm faster than him. I know it. You're it's faster. a fact. He, he's slow as shit, but he's he's back. I mean, he had that big punt block. He looks like a bull out there yeah. again. He's up there throwing people around. Um, he but, is. I think it just comes down to gap integrity. These 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 defensive linemen don't have any gap integrity. Lack of any reliable pass rushers besides Trey Flowers. Because uh, he just gets double teamed the whole entire game. It's hard to watch. It yeah. hurts. That's a hog, by the way. Shout out Wu Pig Stewie. Shout oh, out Dietrich. Go hogs. Dietrich and Dietrich yeah, and I was going to say Dietrich, Dietrich Wise. He also needs to play more. I don't understand why he's coming off the field. He's the best pass rusher we have besides Trey Flowers. It should be Trey Flowers on one side. And who's Dietrich, he coming off the field for? Adrian Claiborne, he's coming off the field for, you know, when they go down into uh, heavier packages for Lawrence Guy, for Malcolm Brown. It should fucking, Dietrich Wise shouldn't come off the field, I don't think. I think they use him way too little. That guy's a giant. 
Yeah, he's a he that he looks like a football player. It should look in football pads. Um, <laughs> the the defense gave up way too many points to this team. Fucking Mitchell Trubisky could not throw the ball if his life depended on it. I mean, I he think he was. He's good at hail marys, apparently. Yeah. What no, was it? Um, that probably where he got ninety percent of his yards on. Through it. the first first quarter, first quarter and a half, he was running. He he doubled his uh, running yards. He ran for like ninety yards. He threw for like ten. Yeah, he couldn't throw for shit. Uh, I mean, everything was sailed. Everything was interceptable. I mean, there was two times they dropped two interceptions in the end zone. I mean, the, mm-hmm. this was such a, a nasty Patriots game. Like it was hard to watch. I mean. What about Sony though? I mean, I mean, he's got to hold on to that football. What the fuck I mean, was that? Sony's got to hold on. I mean, listen. After you find out that Sony Michelle didn't have his knee t- torn off or tear his ACL, that's what I'm wondering. Why are you dropping the football? <laughs> Die with you, you. You hold the whole team's hopes and dreams in your hands. Bel- you, Belichick got the call that it, the X-rays weren't were negative or whatever. Benched and he his was ass. Just like, he's like, call him and. Get him here now, because he, he has to answer for that fumble. He's got to answer for it. You, you better be dying. You're gonna fall. He looked, he looked like he got shot in the chest the way he dropped that ball. Genuinely, I did. Th- I thought his. I thought he broke his femur. Yeah, I mean, that was bad. Something was that would have been. See, I didn't think it looked that. I thought it looked uncomfortable, but I didn't think it looked as bad as no, everybody but said. But the way that he dropped the ball, he didn't drop the ball like somebody hit it. He dropped the ball. He like threw the ball away. He he's like, like I don't shot. want to play football anymore. That was the moment he had. <laughs> That's what I would do if I thought my knee just got snapped off. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. But it didn't snap off, Vince. It didn't. It was apparently so just like up. getting waterboarded. Though. A little you think, sprain. You, you I, think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was reading a stat about how bad the Patriots are giving up points off turnovers because the Patriots are so sloppy in this game. They had their fucking turnovers were sloppy, sloppy. Another bad Brady interception uh, by another dropped pass. Fucking the Corderell Patterson fumble, the uh, Sony Michelle fumble. So I read this stat up. Shout out Pat's propaganda on Twitter. Um, Patriots are giving up points off turnovers from 2009 to 2016. The average amount of points the team gave up off turnovers was 43.8 points. That's in a season, right? Oh, in, in a season, they've given they usually oh. they, they averaged 43 points off turnovers. In seven games this year, they've already given up 52 points off turnovers. It matches it. It matches. That's what it looks. It's what it looks like. Our receivers are usually the most sure-handed sons of bitches in the world, and they some of them look like they can't catch a cold sometimes. I the dropping. I mean, everyone's dropping. Gronk's dropping balls, fumbling. I don't understand it. There's fuck. There's players that are the most reliable players that we've ever had. That's one of the 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 hallmarks of a Patriots offense is that they hold mm-hmm. on to the ball, carry the ball. They don't fumble. They don't beat themselves, and that's what they're doing this year. And they're just lucky that Brady's offense has evolved with Josh Gordon and Edelman back. That they could just beat anybody God, with Josh points. Gordon. With points. Is Hogan back? Hogan's back. I think Hogan's back. I mean, he's back. Will, will in the... we ever see Dorsett again? Will we? Mm, it's hard to tell. If somebody gets hurt, you'll see Dorsett again. Maybe in the two-minute drill too, because I think Josh Gordon's still getting used to the two-minute drill. I think you still see Dorsett in the two-minute drill. Dorsett. It shows you uh, how I mean, shit. Um, yeah. Does it look like um, what's his name is hurt every time uh, he goes down? Who's that? Uh, Gordon. He, I, 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 don't think it's it's I don't know if it's really his style, tough. but he just every time he gets hit, he just looks slow to get up. I mean, he's playing awesome. So I had a weird thing. I have a weird thing, and I was going to bring this up later in the podcast, but uh, I, I'm going to go to it right now because 
Uh, I, I don't have a complaint, and it's really it's 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 not really a complaint, but it is somewhat of a hot take. And you guys could talk me off the uh, the ledge here. But um, on that long fifty-five yard run where Gordon got tackled at the one yard line and seemed to be like jogging, l- he later admitted to being tired. And I can, I just can't see a scenario where Gronkowski, Edelman, especially Randy Moss, would have been stopped short on that play. Uh, it it honestly made did me. Did you see? Did you see the movie pulled to get there? I understand I mean, he made he a broke move, like broke tackles and tackles. He's still learning. He, he he's still learning the Patriot way. He, he's not there yet. But it it made me nervous that he doesn't want it bad enough. Look, that's it, what I'm saying. He could he could oh. he could get kicked off the team tomorrow, and this has been a wild success. Yeah, I mean, think of the guys we brought in that were of this nature. Yeah. Like Chad Ochosenko, just somebody. It was, I mean, it was a high flyer. We spent nothing on him, and he's contributed a lot for the three games he's played in. And it, it says a lot that Brady's throwing to him on fourth and one. But it just, it just, it spoke to me that he was, you know, he was tired and jogging it, <laughs> it in. Like a seventy-yard, it was a sixty-yard run. <laughs> yeah, but then he gets tackled at the one. Is what I'm saying. You're bigger like than everybody. Dive into the end yards, zone. He's got, I mean, he's got like. He's got, me tra- this- he's got track stars on him. He's Listen just, to me. He's been running all over getting hit. Answer me this one question. Would Julian Edelman got tackled at the one-yard line? Fuck no. Hell no. Lord no. No. Julian Edelman no. couldn't have done what he did to get. Yes, he could have. He's done no, it. Yeah, he like, no, he, he couldn't break tackles with like his pure strength, but... That Wait. was a that was a freakish run. If, yeah. he's, if, if, he, if he punches that in for six, that's like right now a top play of the year. It already is an unbelievable play. He got a, he, listen, if he, he got that in for six, I think you've you got to rewatch the, the replay because he broke two tackles and then all he had to do was run straight. He, he had he two guys on like two yards to each side of him and he was lightly jogging it in and like <laughs> got hit and fell at the, the one. And look, I love Josh Gordon as much as the next guy and I want him to be the next Randy Moss. But I'm telling you, Julian Edelman would have gotten that fucking end zone. You're I no need doubt. that fire. I need that fire in my wide receivers and my no, players. No. What you, what Tell you, me I'm wrong, KP. Tell me you, I'm wrong. You no, you're not wrong. Fire. You're, you're you not wrong. Him, you need him and to be just no fire, no nothing involving fire. With, with <laughs> no <Josh> lighters. <laughs> needs no lighters whatsoever. Nothing that gets lit at all. But I, I, I understand. I, look, it was just it was a hot take. I knew it was going to be a hot take. But whatever, it's everything not, is going. It's very, not though. It looked like he was walking. Everything is going slow. very, very well. Have you Josh seen this guy right with his shirt off? He looks like a goddamn Mister Olympia. I know. There's no I, way he's oh, out of shape. And I would like. I'm to, all in. I am all in. I would, I'm. I'm all in on the Josh Gordon train. He will be Randy Moss or better because he. Look at him. He doesn't Bra- have to. Brady's be Randy, treating him like Randy Moss. He doesn't he's, have to be Randy Moss. What fell into our lap was a probably a top, definitely a top ten wide receiver for nothing, yeah. and we are we are benefiting from it right now. And if people keep pushing, if, but if you push him, Jerry, <laughs> if you push, if you ride <laughs> him, ride him. I mean, things are going well. I want his mental health taken care of. I want him to keep contributing, and. When come playoff time, like, then I'll start him, ask, asking these questions. Is he trying enough? Is he pushing it? But right now he's contributing, and I'm fine with that. He's doing his best. But I still think I want my wide receivers going 110%, like Edelman. I, I Edelman in like, preseason. Okay, Edelman's first touchdown. Did you see it? Oh, my God. Oh, that was unbelievable. Yeah, tell me, that, tell me the difference yeah. between those two plays. Edelman ran over fucking Khalil Mack. 
and three other Chicago Bears. That was an impressive play. Hey, t- t- at five hey, foot ten, one ninety. Hey, Jules is still my guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not replacing Jules with anybody. But just give me put put Julian Edelman's mind. It's it's like that old saying in Rudy. If if you had Ru- half of Rudy's heart, if you had half of Rudy's heart, you'd be all American. God damn it! I got a question. Go back to that fourth and one. Why the fuck are we throwing it forty yards down the field just out of curiosity? What are you talking about? Was that what Kansas City? I guess that was Kansas City. Did he not do that again? Well, it was third and one. No, I don't know. I thought on fourth and one they threw a they threw a like a, a jump ball to uh, to Gordon and he got the ball. Yeah. Well, why? Why not? Gordon's one on one. That's why well, he's treating him like Randy Moss. I'm telling a, you, that was an unbelievable catch. He jumps over the cornerback, takes the ball away, and fucking that's it. You can't can't stop it. It's unstoppable. Yeah, I don't know. Our defense is just so shit. And every time they're on the field, I'm just like, well, who's gonna get fucking burnt this time? Which one are you? Sorry, ass. That's a like. J.C. Jackson back-to-back, or what is this, J. whatever. Yeah, J.C. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Although he had one of the <laughs> – He had a great he, pick. He, that, he, that pick he's, was yeah. It's all about redemption with these guys. Yeah. So, like, fucking Corderell Patterson fumbles horrendously. Horrendous. <laughs> one of the worst fumbles I've ever seen. And then comes back, returns <laughs> returns a punt, a, a kick all the way. Uh, the punt block touchdown. J.C. Jackson had, like – Two fucking hands to the face calls. They had cleared out his locker until yeah. he made that ten, <laughs> that catch. <laughs> like yeah. they he had got, already started. Then he gets out the pick, and he's got two picks on the year to I think lead the team. I mean, he looks good when he's nice playing. Picks, he jumped fucking Jason McCordy in the depth chart this game. They fucking bumped Jason McCordy off the field for J.C. Jackson. Yeah, you know, that's kind of scary though. Yeah, it is. McCordy's been a disappointment. See, my thing, my thing about this whole the overlook of the Bears game, it shouldn't take that shit for us to to just pound them. They're so bad. They're, they're like a JV. They're not great. I mean, their offense is tricky, and their defense was technically the most efficient defense in the NFL, I guess. And the Patriots carved them up. I mean, they couldn't. Have, they, I, I don't even know how many times they got stopped. Did they punt? They punt like once, twice, maybe. And then mm-hmm. he threw that dumb interception. They had the dumb interception, the fumble, and one punt. I mean, they got still got thirty eight points. I, I don't know. I mean, how how, how do you argue that if they if they get thirty eight points this week? That they'll be the first team to ever do that five weeks in a row. Uh, and oh. they're playing the Buffalo Bills on Monday night, who <laughs> fucking stink right now. So, oh no. What about the penalties? Penalties. Pen- I'm not worried about penalties. I'm never worried about penalties. Usually, when they have a bad penalty game, they'll come back and have a great penalty game. They've like, been the least penalized team. Like, yeah, traditionally they're the least penalized always. team. It's because the refs, you know, the refs love the Patriots. That's the thing. Everyone thinks the NFL. The NFL is uh, is is geared toward the Patriots winning, so they give them all the uh, all the calls, especially in Foxborough. Yeah. And the headsets don't work. Um, <laughs> so Sony Michelle, the in, that injury hurts. Now you got you got now you're going fucking James White, Earl Campbell days. He's getting fucking fifty touches a game. He's never coming off the field. I don't think it hurts. I don't think it hurt. I mean, it's nice to. Ha- I was very concerned if he was out for the year. Um, it's nice to have him back, but give him a few weeks off. He's yeah, a few weeks off. But listen, you got nobody that can run the football now. James White is a good. Sneak up on you, running there. He, he he's yep. a good draw running running back. He you can't. You, you don't can't, trust that good old boy that's been uh, Kenyon Barner. The guy. Come on, 
The guy he's that he's, guy's he's horrible. He's, <laughs> he's like a knockoff Dion Lewis, basically. Uh, he's a journeyman. Yeah, very at best a journeyman. Who's, I'll make a I'll make a hot take right now. In the next two weeks, you're gonna you're gonna take that back. I'm all in on Kenyon Barner in two I th- weeks. I think the guy that's already I, been I, cut twice. I don't think twice. you're gonna be all in on him, but I think your I think your eyebrows gonna go up. You're gonna be like, hmm. Maybe I'm seeing something here. Yeah, I don't know. I I think something's gonna happen just because I I've seen. The, I'm worried. Seen like, are we gonna are we suddenly gonna start taking touches from Michelle and give them to Kenyon Barner? No, no, not at all. But he's gonna have a he's gonna have a good game here in the next two weeks. Mark it down. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to play. Teams. We need. We got. I mean, you're not exactly. You're not exactly playing fucking the eighty-five Bears the next two weeks, defensive wise. You're playing the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers, who you know both of them are great defenses. Um, but you never know who's gonna run the ball. That's what I worry about. Is you're gonna be too predictable now. James White, his importance to the offense now is like is most most important. Uh, he might be the most important player on the offense at this point. He's, I think, more than Edelman and Gronk. Um, he's on, James James White's on pace for 103 receptions this year, 103. <laughs> he's the uh, the. I think the record is 102 for a running back, which was Matt Forte in like his heyday, in his old Bears years. Go will ahead, he go into the Patriots? Will he go into the Patriots Ring of Honor? Well, there's no Ring of Honor. It's a Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, same thing. It's, a, it's I think it's too early. I mean, he he was Super Bowl fifty one MVP. Uh, he's he's won two Super Bowls. He's carrying the team. I mean, he's one of the better third down backs. I think he's surpassed Kevin Falk he as was. the best third down back. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I was waiting on. Fifty one. I'm with you. Well, he wasn't the MVP. He wasn't. He, he wasn't. Have, sorry. He, <laughs> he, he should have been. He wasn't the MVP, but he should have been the MVP. And no, he scored. He, no, he still shouldn't have been. He should. I don't you know. don't think so? No. Well, he dominated that game anyway. Yeah, He's, no. He scored like all the yeah, points. The fourth he had like, quarter, the, the second half. That we've had that podcast. So. Yeah, we've 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 talked about yeah. that ad nauseum. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I I think he is a Patriots Hall of Famer, especially if he keeps up for like three or four more years. Um, he's. Clearly the most uh, trusted player on the offense, running back-wise. I mean, they do it even when Deion Lewis run is your best running back last year by far, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, LeGarrette Blunt the year before that. But once they get to the playoffs, what happens? They fucking plug James White in and have him be the running back the whole game, all the time. Especially in the Super Bowl. They don't – a guy doesn't fumble, knock on wood. He doesn't He doesn't make mistakes. He, he he's, he's a pass blocker. He uh, – you know, he just runs routes, he catches the ball, he makes yards. And it was weird because when he first got here, he would go down first contact every single time. Right, he would get tickled and he'd fall down. He'd fall down. And now all of a sudden he's, uh, he can't be tackled for it. The first guy never gets him. Impossible. Never, never. He, he'll get 10 yards a pop, no problem. Um, I, think, I think he's, uh, you know, he's as impactful as anybody on the team. He doesn't get a lot of yards because he's only running out of the backfield, but him huh. him versus Gronk and Edelman right now, I don't know. I, at this point in this juncture, I might take James White out of the three, which is crazy to say. Um, uh, but, but yeah. I mean, Gronk has been, you know, do you rest him this week? I'm not playing him. Why would I play him? He always, he's traditionally... Dominant in Buffalo in his home. That's oh, his hometown game. The Bills. I mean, you don't need him to beat the Bills. Um, I'd like to see him go up against Tredavious White again and give him one of the a fucking razor's edge or, a, <laughs> or throw him a tombstone. 
a pile driver, you know, finish him off. He didn't get to finish him off last season, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing him do that again. Um, he but didn't practice today, did he? He did practice today. So he was limited. Back. It was Gronk's first day back. He was limited, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe he'll play. I mean, I think he'll play. His, he, he's going to play because he's – He's got to he, play. He's, he's, he's got incentives. He, exactly. That's what I mean. It's all incentivized. He lost like $110,000 just for not playing last week. But t- t- honestly, does he really care about $110,000? I think he does. Who does? Who I, don't, I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> What's $110,000 to like me or you? Like a paycheck. Eighty. Like what? It's not even a pay. It's not even a paycheck to him. So it's like like one of our paychecks. Yeah. So like, you missed a week. It's, it's payday. Yeah. I no, mean, sure, you don't him, need it. Like, no. You don't need it, but it would be nice to have. It helps pay the bills. I could retire down here with that. No, I you think, could retire down I there. I don't think it's not the 110. It's the end of the year goals that he has to hit. That he's not going to get there. He's not even close. He's got half the season left, and he's like, he's got like 300 yards receiving. He needs to get to like 1500 or something. No shot. No, he needs nine touchdowns. He's got one. I think he'll get that. I think he'll get that. I think he'll have one of these games where he randomly busts for three, and then he'll just he'll just cruise along because he's I, he's literally. I was sitting there talking to a buddy the other day about it. He's an athletic left tackle. Yeah, he's as dominant as a, a blocker as he is a tight end. He's he he was in the Kansas City game. He was bl- down blocking D Ford, their best pass rusher, and dominating mm-hmm. him, blowing him <laughs> out of the holes. And then he was going up to the middle linebacker, blowing him out of holes. The whole reason Sony Michelle had like 150 yards rushing and could have rushed for more was because fucking Rob Gronkowski was a bull in that game. Ooh, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish Dwayne Allen would get thrown in the mix more uh, receiving wise because he's my guy, close personal friend. Yeah, I've met him t- two times. Friends, friend of, the sh- friend of the show, really. Just, just very, yeah, friend of the show. South Carolina good, boy, very no big good, deal. Shout very out. Very good conversations I've had with him. Uh, but he's just in the trenches every game, doing For, work. Yeah, doing work. He, you see, he he fucking pancake Khalil Mack. Pancake him. Pancake Khalil Mack. And that's why we you pay two- Dwayne Allen three million dollars yeah. a year. I, I, I love him. We He'll get no catches. He'll get the no catches. The offense is too good now. The offense is solid all the way around. I mean, you got everywhere you look is a weapon. I mean, you, you're down to your last receiver. Even Chris Hogan, if Chris Hogan's your uh, your last option, he could beat any backup cornerback, last slot corner in the game. Yeah, Brady's having a field day. Yeah, I can, you can just see on his checkdowns, it's like he's got so many fucking options. It's unbelievable. They do, they double team fucking Gronk, Gordon, Edelman, James like White's whole, wide open every time. Jay, and, like that's who your yeah fourth, fourth and that's why he's got is, James White. And that's, that's crazy. And that's why he's got fifty catches already <laughs> because they're double teaming everybody. <laughs> and James White is wide open every single time. Um, oh, so it. it's time for the hairy mailbag, fellas. We got a lot oh. of good questions on the Malcolm Go podcast at Gmail and on Twitter at Brady Disciple and uh, at Malcolm Go Pod. Um, so I'm going to run through them. I'm going to give my answer, and if you guys got any other answers you want to put in, uh, feel free. Uh, give me one second here while I pull these up. Well, okay. then I'll ask one while we wait. What'd you say? I'll ask one while we wait. Okay, go ahead. Is Arkansas the new Rutgers? Is Arkansas the new Rutgers? Well, Woo Pig Suey, uh, I haven't been following the SEC West. As you, as you know, my Syracuse is ACC, the t- contenders this year. 
contenders. I'm in the highly ACC. disappointed they didn't whip Clemson's ass as they should have. That's they had Clemson on the ropes and they blew it. And then of course, as is tradition, they lost to Pitt the next week in a letdown game. So um, they got they got North Carolina State this week. We'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be prime time at the Dome. Rock the Loud House will be about 25% full capacity. <laughs> and then uh, we'll no, see. But, uh, but see, I think Arkansas is the new Rutgers because you took our players and then you took the fucking head coach. Brett oh, Bielema's up there now. Yes, he is a big fat pig. He's like, I don't even know what he does. He's just, he's like a helper. He just, I, he's, get, he, he's like an intern or something. He does, he's got, has no job title. 50, he's getting paid $15.4 million by Arkansas. So oh, he's just up there shit. and sit up there and kiss Belichick's ass. That's, That's it. it. The sweet gig, and he's yeah he's trying to coach up uh, Trey Flowers and and Dietrich Wise. James White, James White played for him at Wisconsin. And Wisconsin so. too, yeah. What? I don't know. What, understand? He was a good coach at Wisconsin and and Arkansas. What happened to him? They just fell apart the last few years, huh? Oh, fuck it. So he's a bad coach. You can't run it up the middle of the SEC West. Different ball game down there, baby. But anyways, it's all, it's all speed. No, it's all speed down here in the SEC. It just means more. God damn it! it just means more. Speed and power. Speed and power. <laughs> I don't know what what is Arkansas this year? They lost to North Texas. We're not talking. We're not talking. Yeah, we lost to a lot of motherfuckers. We beat two Colorado. people. Colorado, uh, chill out, go away. Not even Colorado State. Not even Colorado. <laughs> God damn it! You've we going, got Vanderbilt this week. That's a big one. We're gonna win it. You can beat Vanderbilt. We get anybody can beat Vanderbilt. I mean, Stop anchor down. I don't know. I'll give it to you guys for hanging in there. I, me and Frankie, been watching every game. Or no, that's not true. We we kind of we kind of tailed off after the after the North after, Texas after, loss. After the North Texas loss, I was there. I was sitting there, and well, can we get something? Move on. Let's go. We got to talk. Can we ask yeah, why yeah. do people in the South at and especially in the SEC why do they all wear polo shirts and khakis to football games? Throw on a jersey. Be part of the team. And long hair. KP, what, what's the deal with all that? Especially I don't want to answer. Say it again. Huh? Say it again. Say it again. Why in the SEC especially do all the kids in the fa- in the uh, in the stands wear polo shirts and khakis instead of because they're all in boat shoes? Nobody's nobody's out there. Nobody's supporting the team. Well, I don't have an answer. I don't have a response. You're looking at the wrong folks. I'm there in my blue jeans and my cowboy boots. And you're just looking. You must be looking at the high dollar folk. It's not high dollar. High dollar. It's not a goddamn high dollar. It's fucking everybody. Everybody's <laughs> dressed in their boat shoes, and they're down there ready to whoop some ass. They're. Uh, <laughs> I think they're just out there having fucking uh, cocktails, enjoying themselves, and they don't care about the game. I'd be there in my jersey and my jeans. Oh, I'm there. It's something serious. Y'all Spitting gotta get down up. for it. SEC football game. Not, I've been to a couple Patriots games, and there's nothing like that. But if Bar none, college yeah. football. I need to go. SEC. I need to go to an Arkansas home game. Need I, to. I'd love to go to an Arkansas home game. I'd go to a nice Alabama, Alabama, Arkansas. We Roll don't want to do that. Not, you don't want to come to that. That's a massacre for the next <laughs> three years. Yeah. Well, not me. I'll have my Bear Bryant hat on. I'll, I'll be looking good. <laughs> oh, you can't wear that shit in, in Hogville. Um. All right. So let's go. I got some questions here. So super fan Tammy from Everett. Um, who I'm still convinced is a man. Um, she's, come at, she's come at us a few times. Came at me a bunch of times, but she seems to have settled down. And I'm not calling her she, it's a he. It's uh, coming at me a few times, but she, I've been, 
She gave me a few good questions today. So I actually had a couple good questions where a few people actually had the same question. But I'll go with the best one and then give the other Malcolm Go superfans credit on the others. So uh, here's a question. Given Gronk's injury history, would you prefer we had Kelsey? No. Second part, would you trade? who would you trade for Gronk? So first part, I think I already got into it, but no, I would always want Gronk. Always. <laughs> I mean, Robert Kelsey's playing on a bum ankle right now. He's the most dominant blocking tight end there is in the game, and it's probably a, the best there ever was. That's a dumb yeah. question. I'm not... He might be the, he's he might be on the back nine of his career right now, back and injury wise, and he's still the best tight end in football. I mean, he's uh, he's a receiver. Yeah, he makes game changing plays every time he's out there. He's uh, I mean, Gronk's blocking the best pass rushers and linebackers while sign like I said, mm-hmm. Sony Michelle's racking up millions of yards. Kelsey doesn't block anyone, and that's a prerequisite in the and in uh, the Patriots offense is the. The tight end has to block. Ever since they go back to fucking Daniel Graham, the reason they drafted Daniel Graham in the first round is because he was a blocking tight end first. Um, I mean, it's just impossible. I would never Gronk over Kelsey, and I think you, you saw it two weeks ago. The difference. I mean, Gronk made game-changing plays at the end of the game to win it. Kelsey made plays at the beginning of the game and then faded away throughout the game. It makes note. I would never want, and in the same age, and look up the stats. Look yep. at the stats. They're the same age. And the I can't st- believe they're the same age. They're the same age. Gronk has 50 more touchdowns than him. 50. 5 not 0. Not even close. Yeah. He has 50 Kelsey's more touchdowns. Not a, Kelsey's more of a I – mean, you can't trust him to block, so he's more of a receiver in my eyes. All he, he is is a big receiver. That's it. And he's, he's good, but he's no Gronk. And Gronk does so much more for you than, you know, a good, tall, big receiver would. Um, right. Now, secondly – it's impossible to make that decision on Gronk being who you would trade Gronk for. You're talking Tom about, Brady. yeah, for Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> so you're you're talking about a generational talent, Hall, Hall of Fame player. No, you know, in his prime years, age 28 or he might be 29 now, on a cheap, cheap contract. There's nobody Nothing. else like that in the NFL. You can't get a generational player on a cheap contract. There's no other player like oh, that. I don't think. I mean, I don't think Gronk's in his prime years. Right. He now. was gonna retire if we traded him. The man said yeah. he was gonna retire. I yeah, think because he can because he's got the money. But I'm saying there's. You don't think he's in his? He's prime. Maybe he's not in his prime. No, prime. I think he's. I think he's got a year left. He's got more than a year I left. I take he, him out. Maybe of his mentally prime. in his body, he's got more than a year left. Yeah. I don't know. Some of. I don't. Who knows, really? But um, I. I just hear so many rumors that he's just like falling apart. You got no. You remember Jimmy? The they used to compare Jimmy ball. Graham to him. Jimmy Graham was compared to him six years ago, and now Jimmy Graham's a bum, and Gronk's still doing it. That's yeah. that's. Gronk's had a lot of surgeries, and he's been put to get put back together like a fucking robot a hundred times. But he always comes back stronger. I mean, he had a great year last year. He started out strong this year. He's I think he's just got a sprained ankle, and he's playing through it. So right. I mean, literally the only people I could see them trading. If you ever traded for anything for him, that would make sense in my mind. Like I said, generational talent, Hall of Famer, one of the best at his position ever. It would have to be someone like Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack and a draft pick because there's, yep. you're, you're, get, you're talking about the Patriots giving up probably $10, $11 million in cap space to trade up for a player because and- you're paying Gronk, what, $9 million a year, and then you'd have to pay Khalil Mack 21 any team that trades for him is stupid. 
because he's going to, the second he leaves New England, he's checking out. He's going to be filming movies. He's not, he's, I'm no, not I'm telling you, the second, and he will. Eventually, a team will make a move for him. We'll trade him. And he's not going to put in. That, that I don't think ever. he's going anywhere. I think he's going. He's he I think he's going to retire with Tom Brady, or he's going to retire before Tom Brady. Honestly, I, I do think, too. I think he either goes. The man literally. Josh he Gordon, said, "I don't want to catch passes from anyway. anybody but Brady." Yeah, I, it's either he goes first or they go together. Because right now, Tom Brady yep. is grooming Josh Gordon to be his next fucking superstar. I'm telling you. He's grooming him to be his next young superstar. Oh, love him. I called I called that 500 touchdown. Tony knows. I yeah. said that. You did. He he tweeted at me. He said he was caught Tom Brady's 500 touchdown is going to be to uh Josh Gordon. And it was it came to fruition. But even <laughs> I think Josh Gordon's the same age as Gronkowski by the way. I think they're about the same age. That's wild. It is fucking crazy. God, man. that's wild. I feel like Gronk's played my entire life. It doesn't matter, though, because... It uh, doesn't I mean, matter. Uh, Gordon... How many hits has Gordon taken in the last yeah. three years? Yeah, none. Exactly. <laughs> well, he's taken a lot of hits. Yeah. But, <laughs> a lot of hits. Bong hits. Okay, next up. Juan from Chelsea, Mass. First of all, obviously, Juan. Uh, hi, hi, <laughs> hi, hi, Tony. Big fan. Thanks. Of course you are. Is Patrick Peterson a possibility in a trade? No, no, too much money, and I even think he recommitted to the Cardinals, and the Pats don't even have the cap space to make that happen. I mean, they got like five million in cap space. I think Patrick Peterson makes like eleven million dollars a year. So I got this question from a few people. I think the Patriots will make one or two moves before the deadline on probably, Tuesday. Right, boring moves. Yeah, they're going to be boring, terrible moves, but they're going to help the team. They're going to be for players like what they did before with like Akeem Ayers. Jonathan Casillas type players, defenders on an expiring contracts that will help the speed on the defense. Uh, you never know what Bill Belichick's going to do, but um, I mean, he traded Jimmy G last year at the trade deadline. Nobody expected wow. that. Uh, I mean, his big his big splash this year is probably the Josh Gordon trade. Now I think he's going to shore up the defense with linebackers, mm-hmm. speed linebackers, and maybe uh, you know maybe one or two. Speed linebackers, honestly. I, I I don't see him going anything crazy. No you don't big think names. We need to go interior D line or or outside D lineman? I don't I don't know if, 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 where to improve there. I mean, honestly, I think our players just need to play better. I mean, I don't think Derek Rivers is getting enough fucking nope. playing time. I don't think he's playing as well as he's supposed to be playing. Dietrich Wise isn't playing as much as he should be playing. Um I mean, I think Lawrence Guy's playing out of his mind. Danny Shelton's yeah. been playing well. Malcolm Brown's been not playing well. I mean, nope. there's, there's players that can be playing better. Adrian Claiborne has been, you know, he did not. He, I think he actually probably did come as advertised. Everyone talked about it last year was, uh, you know, Adrian Claiborne had six sacks in one game. He was fucking, that was the only thing that mattered about him. He had six sacks in one game, nothing else. Didn't do anything the rest of the year. But he was supposed to be like a good edge setter. But then the Patriots are only playing him on third down to rush the passer. He's not. He had set- a good week, though. He yeah, did have a good game. He got a sack, but he's not setting an edge. That's the fucking thing. You got to set yeah. the edge in New England, and he's not doing it. So somebody's got to fucking do it. That one guy, the one guy, they brought in that one guy, whatever his name is. I can't even remember. It's like something Scott or something like that. 
They brought him in two two weeks ago. He got hurt. He was the fucking best linebacker on the field. They signed him off the street. He was the best linebacker they John had. John Simon? Yeah, John Simon. Simon. Yeah. He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt. I read that. He was hurt, but he's fucking he was the best linebacker on the field. <laughs> Unbelievable. He was on the fucking team for three days. <laughs> uh, all right. So I mean, I like I said, I think Josh Gordon was their big splash this year. I think they they'll probably Bobby, make a move. Obviously. They're gonna grab some speedy linebacker, hopefully, that can cover. Uh, on an expiring contract that's cheap, and and see what they can push out of that. But so like a Van Noy move two years ago, exactly like a Van Noy move. Van Noy, what a fucking gem he's been. I, Van Noy has been a stud. Not to mention hot, easy, hot wife. easy, easiest hottest wife on the team. Googler, Googler. Tony, to, Tony walked by her. It was unbelievable. She stands at six foot three. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But she shuts down the, the concourse. Her legs <laughs> shuts down the concourse. It's like a fucking. It's unbelievable. It's like an atomic bomb went off. You see, the, walks down the stairs. Everyone's like, "What just happened to yeah. this place?" <laughs> I mean, and incredibly gracious. Yeah. Um, oh, what a just what a stops lady. and takes pictures. <laughs> Miss Utah, you know. Yeah, but just an angel. I mean, Good for him because he he's not the best looking. No, best he's looking not. Fella. But they must be Mormon or something because they both went to BYU. It had to be something. He had to be like, it had to Very be like Mormon. It had to be some type of Mormon shit. Oh, it's so some weird. type of it's, Mormon it's, trickery that he pulled on this girl oh, because so he's weird. like. A, <laughs> could, could, could you imagine? He's like a four, you, and she's could, a thirty. Could you imagine the stud football player at a D one program yeah. catching a very attractive lady? That's just can't imagine. Cra- that's just crazy. I yeah. can't believe he was it. a he was a first round pick if I recall. I think he was a first round <laughs> yeah. pick. So yeah, he was, was a even harder to believe. I just can't believe it. So he was a stud in first college. round pick. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so that's I mean, why. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, put her next to Giselle, and I, every single time it's a Melissa Van Noy guy. Oh, I take that's wild take. Wild. That's not take. a wild take. I listen. Maybe not to marry because Giselle's got all that cash flow. But I'm telling you right now, if you're going on looks alone. It's not even comparable. I have to do research. <laughs> can't say, can't bring, say the first thing that came to my mind when I saw Van Noy was, wow, this guy's probably got a banging wife. Bring your bring the fucking userin and tissues because it's going to get fucking ugly in that room. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Robert in New York City asks, Hi, Tony. Love you. Love the show. Of course you do. What will happen to the running game now with Michelle out? Um... I think this was also asked by Tammy. So I think uh, the Michelle injury is less concerning than it looked. Uh, looks like it's probably like a one to two week thing. I think it's going to be the James White Barner show um, for a few weeks. It's going to be weird. It's going to yeah, be ugly. Brady, Brady's going to throw it 60 times a game. Yeah, Brady, exactly. Brady, he'll go back. But the, the problem with that is you can't be dependent on that. You got to fucking be able to run the ball, too. You can't because you're. Half your uh, offense is play action to Gronkowski. If you have zero, if you have zero threat of running game, you know what? I miss Blunt. I do miss Blunt too. Someone that could just fucking run up the middle. Just easy. Give me five. Yeah. That's Give me all four. You... Give me four. Give me four. Hard times. yards. Beat down on the fucking D line. Like I mean, I love Sony Michelle runs hard, but like Garrett Blunt punished defenders. Punished well, Blunt's also like six four. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's no 260, fucking just all power, slow as shit, but he would just fucking run <laughs> through people. What did uh, what did Philly end up paying him? Not a lot. More than we were going to. I, so Philly didn't obviously didn't pay him that much for that long. He's already in Detroit. Yeah. I just, 
he was so productive for us. But then you, I mean, then if you didn't, if you didn't have Legarrette Blunt last year, then you wouldn't have had Deion Lewis breakout again. Deion Lewis was better than Legarrette Blunt was going to be. Deion Lewis was unbelievable last year. Plus, they signed Mike Gillisley to be like that new Legarrette Blunt. He was kind of a bust. Who Mike Gillisley is available right now? You could literally go pick up. You could call him, and he'd be in Foxborough tomorrow if you he really need. He would have been if, um, if. Uh, that injury came back yeah. being serious. He would have been. James, yeah, fucking, I mean, they had so many injuries this year. Jeremy Hill, they lost. They lost Rex Burkhead oh, already. Burkhead. Nah, Burkhead's, um... Burkhead was supposed to come back, but, I mean, not for another six weeks. You know, he's he got a... fragile. Come, he's very fragile, that kid. Um, so, I mean, well, Mike Gillisley's on the street, but I, I honestly don't think they're going to make a move. I think it's going to be the James White fucking Kenyon Barner show for two weeks. And... God help us if James White gets hurt because they're in big trouble. Oh, gosh. Well, be... well, you think about it. Like, who do they play in the next three weeks before the bye that's really like, oh, we can't beat them with what we got? Anytime you get Buffalo, Green Bay, and Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee Come got on. shut out by fucking Baltimore. They went for two and lost in London. I mean, they were a little shaky. I mean, their offense isn't great. Their defense is pretty good. Gotta, Green Bay's know. got a good offense. You always got to look out for Green Bay. but Yeah. But that'll be at but home. But Brady's going to put up 50. Yeah. Brady's oh, going to no. put up a lot of points at home against Green Bay. Um, Rodgers could put up 70, though. <laughs> yeah, he know. could. On, on this so you never know. I mean, I don't think any moves. I don't think there's going to be any moves. And I think they're just going to wait for Michelle to get back either next week or the week after. And we'll see what the fuck happens. I mean, who knows? Uh, all right. Need sipsies. Wet, wet my whistle. <laughs> ah. Ian from Australia. Oh, we are some international motherfuckers. Uh, wow. I had a beef with this guy once. Hi, Tony from Down Under. Do you think the secondary can win the Super Bowl? Okay. Uh, Vince, you want to answer that first, and I'll give my answer? No. That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> Do you think the secondary can win the Super Bowl? You think no? Oh, this sec. Oh, I thought, I thought like, our sec- he was saying the secondary was, like, our horse. Like, that we were riding to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I took that the I think wrong it's can way. we win with wrong. this? I took it as oh, can cor- we win with this? Of course we can win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Of course we can. Uh, secondary concerns me, and we need to... This secondary? No. Actually, no, we can't, but we got a lot of time eh. left. We got, a to- we got a lot of time left. What do you say, KP? I think they can win it as long as Eric Rose stays hurt, because that's sorry ass in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I like Roe. I'm not down on Roe. I like Roe. plays his ass off. And uh, listen, okay, Ian, yes. And I do think they could win the Super Bowl with the secondary. And I don't think it's the secondary. When you think the Patriots team in any good defense, all the parts work together, right? So you Linebackers. Got, linebackers need to cover and stop the run. The secondary needs to cover. The pass rush has to be getting to their spots, have to fucking set the edge. Um, the fact that they can't rush the passer or cover out of the backfield makes the passing yards inflate and make the secondary look worse than it really is. I mean, Gilmore right now is having as good or maybe better than Revis had in 2014. He's absolutely he, shutting down receivers. He's I'm, the top three corner in, in the league, no doubt. It's not even close. He's shutting down receivers. on and He... Allen Robinson had zero catches last week. The week before that, Sammy Watkins had one catch. 
Uh, I mean, he's shutting down receivers all the fucking all season. Um, the speed at linebacker and the de- defensive line is where they need to figure out their the defense. There's not the secondary isn't the biggest issue. I don't, why do I get, I get the feeling that the D looks worse than they are? Whereas in the previous years, I had like night sweats over the D. Yeah. I I I feel like some of the games here are looking worse than they really are, and the- a lot of that is. I think the fucking Patriots turnovers and giving yep. up points off turnovers. I mean, they're giving teams short way fields. Mo- I mean, way more. We're yeah. like 50% uptick than usual. I mean, the Patriots are usually like number one or number two in turnover differential. And I think they're like maybe plus one this year. Like maybe they have one one more turnover than, uh, you know, giveaway. But yeah, we're sending them out there with bad field position against like yeah, and then some tough offenses. They've like, played a lot of tough offenses already. And uh, tricky offense. Well, I think if you look, if you look back at the other Super Bowl teams, it all came down to the linebackers. Like we we have been so spoiled with ridiculously good linebackers, at least throughout my life. Yeah. Which you've been. I mean, it was. You've been, you were you were you were born in the year two thousand, so it's been pretty good for you. Oh, I've had a good run since ninety five. I mean, yeah. hell, you've been to. I've had been, Tom Brady my whole life. Fucking nine Super Bowls in your lifetime. It's a pretty sweet deal. The World um, Series, some Bruins championships. Come on, some Stanley man, Cups. This year, literally, Boston can win all four championships. They're, this is the best year of Boston sports right now. This is You're living in the greatest year. Red Sox in the World Series, up 2 nothing already. Re, uh, Patriots are always in contention. The Bruins will be in contention. The Celtics will be in contention. It's never been all four teams at once. Two teams have won the championship. No, the the Red Sox and Patriots won it once. Um, Oh four, and uh, in oh set in oh four, yeah, in oh four, and they could have won it in oh seven. And uh, what happened oh seven? Oh, the thirteenth. That that was first Giants. First Giants loss was oh seven, but then thirteen they both won it, right? No, thirteen. Just the Red Sox won it. And then another like there was that was the only year that two teams won it. But this is the only year that all four teams are good. Like the Bruins were good in 2011. They won 11. or 2000 and whatever. They won in 11. Yeah, yeah they won in 11. And the Celtics were good in 2008 and through 2010 or whatever. And then they faded away. But it's never been all four teams have been this solid before. You know the Red Sox. You know the Patriots were always good. They were always the constant through the whole thing. We always had a chance to win it. Um this is the only time that all four could really run it. Could you imagine the the hatred that would happen to Boston sports if all four teams won the championship? I'm telling you, the Bruins are a wagon. They're a good team. Um, the Bruins are always solid, but, I mean, Toronto, Toronto is ridiculous. Scary. They're scary. Um, the what Celtics. About, what about like, nobody? The- I, don't, I just don't think anybody will beat Golden State for another three years. So. Yeah. I mean, there probably won't be Golden State, but, I mean, you never – put it against Brad Stevens to coach him up. I mean, I think he's the best coach in basketball. Not even close. Yeah. So, and then fucking the Red Sox are two games away from all they got to win two out of, they got to win two out of five. And that, that's the best baseball team I've ever seen in my entire life. They're they so are good. a wagon. Yeah. They're like, they're, they've run through the Yankees, 100 win team, 102, 101. I think 101. 100. Astros, 103. Two great teams, and the Dodgers are playing pretty well, yeah. and they're just outmatched. I mean, this and they're all young. This they're all young. Team. 
the outfield is an outrage. Oh. It's and not even I, fair. I don't know what they're going to do without JD Martinez in LA. They're going to have to put they're going to have to put uh, Jackie Bradley on the bench. No, Mookie's going to play second. I think they said they're not going to do that. They will. It, dude, it's the thing that's just I'd rather it, that. It almost has me down the thing like driving through just it's like a it, it was just a sleepy Thursday yeah. today in Boston. Yeah. Like nobody nobody's freaking out. The Sox are up two nothing. We're two games away from another World Series, and people are just like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." The Sox won last night. Like it was a game in July. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's just ready for it. I mean, it's, it's getting ridiculous. It, it's, it's like crazy. everyone's just ready for it to happen it's and to, not, for it to be another parade. I'm uncomfortable with it because it's just like it's getting obnoxious. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It really is. It's been what you're talking five Super Bowls, three World Series. That's eight. Then you had uh, Celtics and uh, in, a, in, a, in the cup. That's ten championships since two thousand one. That's pretty fucking good. How many did, and New York sitting there, yeah, with like two teams in every sport. Yeah, they've won. The Yankees won once. The Giants won twice, and that's it, right? And the Rangers won in nineteen ninety ninety four. Yeah, <laughs> Mark Messier. That doesn't count. I wasn't alive. No. <laughs> Um, all right, next question. Steve from Yellowstone, another longtime emailer, asks Tony, he says, is Dante Hightower back? Who was your biggest surprise this season? Steve, yes. Hightower is B-A-C-K, back, Ooh. but still is limited. Can't cover out of the backfield, but nobody on this team can. We bo- we, we've already said on the podcast, he runs with cement shoes, but, I mean, did he, he's still showing sparks, Dante Hightower. He's showing sparks of he of what he used to be. He's fucking blowing up tight ends, dropping into coverage, making interceptions. He's blocking punts and the fucking looking like a, uh, you know, he's looking like a fucking house out there. He's just he's lost a step. That's all that happened. He lost a step, but uh, I I think he's back in full form. Not the biggest surprise of the year, but no, I don't think it's a surprise. But that's how I feel. Um, so who's my, your biggest surprise? So I got a couple of surprises. Out. No, I. I don't have any pleasant surprises. I wrote a lot of uh, weird ones. So the first is how much it seems Devin McCourty has regressed and the safeties in general really playing way under their usual selves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, would you agree with that, Vince? Something's going on back there. I don't know if it's uh, like Gilmore's problems when he came to the team initially. Devin McCourty's been Uh, on the team for fucking 10 years. There's no reason. At least. he should be struggling like but this. Something, I mean, different offensive, defensive coordinator. Something is different because it's. He's usually the most stable guy. You know, you could always count on him and Chung and Harmon. You know, they'd be in the right place. Chung yeah. is getting a little beat up. He's getting long there. in the tooth himself. Yeah, something's going on in that position, though. Definitely. Yeah. I, so that's one of them. The other one is the way the team's using Derek Rivers. I mean, this guy was supposed to be the next big thing coming off the edge. Everyone was jealous the Patriots got him in the third round. I know he tore his ACL like immediately, but he can't even get on the field. And when he does, they stick him inside. And uh, it's just not being – I don't think he's being used correctly or maybe he's just not good as good as everyone thought he was. I know he came from like a Division double, uh, AA school or whatever, fuck. Youngstown, Youngstown State. State. Is that double A? Is my, I think it's yeah. double A. Yeah, so. You play for Bo Pelini. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, Shout out Bo Pelini. Um, I'm also a little like surprised how, they're, how little they're using Gronk in the passing game. 
I think this ties into his ankle. Ties into everything. His yeah. broken back. Something. You think something's up with him? Every every hit he takes, it seems like takes. It's just another yeah. another addition, another brick in the wall. They they want. I think they want to have him later in the year. And yeah. So I'm just surprised at how much they're using him. I mean, it's almost like a surprise. Like every he's dom. He, they're using him as like a, a like a surprise at the end of the game after he's blocking the shit out of everyone, dominating. But what takes more out of your body, blocking 350 pound defensive lineman or taking a hit from a cornerback? I mean, maybe a corner running fucking 30 miles an hour at your oh, legs. No. But I think I think Gronk can handle anybody when they're in front of him. Yeah, you know, like. He'll line up across anyone, be able to push back and forth. But when he's taking those hits, I mean, they're they're smaller than him, but those are still fucking strong boys yeah. moving at a high rate of speed, hitting That's him. True. Um, so last one for the week comes from Chip in New York City. Um, who would you rather have, Patricia or Flores? I'll let you go first, KP. Uh, I can't get over Patricia in the Super Bowl last year, so I'm definitely going to go with I'm going to go for it. Vince, what do you think? It's time to grow. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy where we're at. I'm going to give him some time. Yeah. I, I'm going Flores, too. I mean, it's, it's Flores has had seven games and doesn't have enough of a sample size to truly evaluate him at all. Uh, Flores is being more aggressive and blitzers and linemen aren't getting home. So, like, I, I like that he's being more aggressive than Patricia was, but, you know... At times, Patricia's defense was so maddening because all his thing was keep everything in front of you, wait for them to fucking make a mistake and turn the ball over, and it works. It it was it it won championships. It, it's proven to win championships. The, the mm-hmm. Patricia style: keep everything in front of you, don't fucking give up the big play, um, don't worry about sack numbers, blitzing. You know, send a blitz when you you know when they're least expecting it. And Flores is like. You know, more of a more aggressive type yeah. coach, I think. But I think as time goes on, I think that sit back and let the play unfold in front of you, wait for them to make a mistake, might be the way the league is just turning towards offense and letting everything happen. Yeah, you need to you, know, you need to jam somebody. You need to get in their face. You need to get turnovers, make shit happen. Otherwise, the the league's just set up where they can dig down to six yards, six yards, five yards, and just run down the field because the league wants you to get points. And it's, it's obvious. I mean, score the, the, the game, scores. Every, the scores everything's in the crazy. 40s and fucking high it's 30s crazy. all so week. So that Ben don't break defense is it's going to get broken more, I think. It's Ben well, the being... only thing we don't, we don't have that we have with Patricia is I think we used to just step on their jugular at the end of the game. And now it's like, We've softened up. I don't know. Am I the only one that sees that? No, they used to send that would that would well they don't have a game ender. They used to have yeah. they used to have a Rob Ninkovich that could end a game with a sack fumble, a strip sack, you know, or they'd have Chandler Jones get a strip sack. They don't have that guy, a closer. They don't have a closer on the defense that can do it. You mean maybe they brought in Claiborne to do it, but he's not getting close. Uh nope. Derek Rivers. I mean, there's so many options. Dietrich Wise and Trey Flowers are your best guys, but they don't have you know, they don't, okay. it's not consistent enough. So that's why you're not getting the same dominance at the end of the game where you f- finish a game out. I mean, that's why you get fucking Hail Marys down to the one yard line. I mean, we need to see more. We need, I got to see more out of Flores. I mean, Flores, he's still coming into his own. I mean, it's his first year as a defensive coordinator. He's not even 
named the defensive coordinator. So, I mean, he's he's really just the linebackers coach calling defensive plays. But <laughs> we'll see. So, um, yeah. Thanks for your questions. Keep them coming. Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. I'll try and answer more. But those were good ones for now. Anyway, the Buffalo game. Buffalo stinks. They stink. Uh, they're playing a QB they signed off the street two weeks ago. They have the worst offense in the league. Uh, he was almost benched for Nathan Peterman last week. That's how shit he is. Nathan that Peterman is a tre- start from my college. He's an he's a national treasure, Nathan Peterman. If he plays fucking four interceptions, I I it's unbelievable. Like I remember him coming out of the draft, and people were saying that like he was like a can't miss like great backup ready, like he could possibly be a starter. I've never seen a quarterback worse than him. He throws interceptions <laughs> every time he has the ball. Like, where were they playing the Texans the other week? And they put him in. He had, he came in for uh, Josh Allen, immediately threw a pick six and lost the game. It's like, it's an, a miracle how bad he is. I feel bad for him. Yeah. story. I was at a wedding. This was two weeks ago in Fireball, California, the hometown of the Josh Allen. And Fireball, I told his family. California. They... What a fucking, what a redneck <laughs> town that is. Just chugging well, on Fireball. His family was there, and they told me that he said his first win, which you already got it, was going to be against Tom Brady. So yeah, He's not even going to play. So uh, That's what I said. I told him, I said, uh, I hate to break it to you. You're going to get beat by 30, and I want you to let your son know that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, Tom, Tom Brady, if you're listening, if you're listening, Tom, you need to let him, you need to beat him by 30, 30 or more. Tom Brady always listens to the Malcolm Go podcast. He's a big fan. Yeah. Big time fan. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it'll be that big. I don't think it'll be that big a route. But. No, I think the page, the, the 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 Buffalo Bills they score eleven points per game, oh, and, and and they that, might. That they, is not going to get it done. That's not going to get it done. So bad. Um, so they have um, McCoy might be hurt with a fucking uh, concussion this week. He if he's out, they have virtually zero chance. Um, the only thing that makes me nervous, and I said this right before the Detroit game too was that Brian Dabble is their offensive coordinator and he just knows the Patriots inside and out same way that Matt Patricia knew the Patriots inside and out those are the only things that scare me is when a, a, a decent coach leaves the Patriots and then is somewhere else I mean usually usually we dominate those plays but par- fucking I don't know what happened in Detroit but that was a well, Patricia has a quarterback that's a big difference I mean yeah. if Derek Anderson beats the Patriots we I'm, I'm going to go into full-out panic mode yeah, I wouldn't oh, be in panic mode myself. This is a must. No, if this game's even close, I'll probably be panicked. If, if, if this if, game's close, there's no chance Tony goes to work <laughs> <laughs> the following yeah. Tuesday. There's no way. I'll be tweeting out a storm because it's going to be. I mean, look, look it's going to be. This is going to be the first Monday night game in a fucking in a half century in in Buffalo. Everyone there is going to be so fired up. Buffalo is going to be Who fired up. Pick this. Who was like week eight? We should go to Buffalo and watch the Patriots beat them by a hundred. Like who picked that? Well, I don't know. I mean, they were the, give me a zoo. Buffalo was in the playoffs last year. They were the yeah, seed was an up and coming team. Yeah, that was, I think that was after the schedule came out. I mean, it was just an, they were the up and coming team. They made the playoffs. The defense looked good, and now they've just regressed. So they look like one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, I I think that the Patriots would be too much for the Bills. Uh, I think that the Bills would keep it tight early, and it's going to be annoying because I think. 
even though the Bills don't get put up a lot of points or yards, the Patriots are going to give up a lot of points and yards because that's the way that they oh, fucking construct they... themselves. They're going to like, you know, just let the ball go in front of them and fucking make, you know, make them try and make the mistakes. But then they're going to convert a bunch of plays and score, and it's going to be tight in the first half until the second half when Brady comes out and fucking, you know, fires it down the field. I mean, um, I think the Pats, again, they give up way too many points, like I just said but they never really get stopped. I think they're going to win again, score 38 points again on the road, 38-17. They win this week. 38-17? Going, going six and two at the halfway point. I don't think they. I don't think um, the Bills score 17. See, that's what I'm saying. I think they do because it's a fucking – We're going to let them score. Yeah. It's going to happen. They're, they're just going to go 20 to 20 and they kick field goals. It's just I'm part of it. I'm going to put the Bills at uh, 13 points. Very quiet day from the Bills. Um, <laughs> That's huge for them. That's above average. It is. That's above their average. <laughs> 38. Um, I, I, 38 sounds good for 38-13. 38-13 is my pick. IKP, what do you got? Well, I think Tom Brady's going to throw for – so he's four away from passing Brett Favre, so he's going to throw those four. Four touchdowns. And then James White, James White's going to run one in. So we're going to go, how many touchdowns is that? That's five. So 35-12, four field goals for the <laughs> – Four field goals. I like that. Um, all right. I, I enjoyed having our contingent from the south, our Pat cor- Pat's correspondent from Arkansas. Well, I'll let you know what's going on down here in Pat's country. It's, watching the line it's all down, Pat's man. country down there, babe. That's God's country. Uh, I'm watching out for our next big D lineman. Uh, his name is McKelvin Aguin. He'll play for our, for the Patriots next year. I guarantee it. You guarantee Watch. it? I love it. I'd love Very to see. Cool He's a D lineman. Yeah, McKelvin Aguin. Look him up. Sosa Aguin is what he goes by because that's what these country black folk do down here. They just make up nicknames. But he's <laughs> Sosa. He's legit. It sounds more racist coming out of your mouth. Um, no racist. No, no, not me. No, not down uh, here. Um, so, all right. So until then, let's say go Pats, go and ke- follow us on Twitter at Brady Disciple at Malcolm Gopod. Um, send in your questions, Malcolm Go Podcast at Gmail. And uh, as always, subscribe, rate, retweet. Uh, give us all your fucking, you know, bl- good blessings and goodwill and uh, <laughs> cock picks, whatever you guys want to send. It's always fun. So uh, I'll see you guys next week and go Pats. Go Sachems. Go Pats. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We have three. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. And that's the Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Ray. In the back. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri!
Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.